Welcome to the Tarot Startup Podcast. I'm David Harvey, the founder of Tarot Avenue. Along with my guests, we'll be offering strategies, tips and tools to help you launch, market and grow your tarot business. So without further ado, let's get started. Well, hello and welcome back to the Tarot Startup Podcast. I'm David, your host, and um, today we're going to be talking about a really important issue and one that a lot of people skip over, especially when you're first starting up your tarot business. And to be completely honest, it's something that I skipped over and something that I've learned along the way. And once you start to learn this, you'll realize just how important it is, how powerful it is. And that's why I'm trying to get in here and, you know, stop you from making the same mistakes that I made and just get into the stage that you're um, you're armed with all the tools and um, tips that you need before you even launch your business to so just so you can get to the the end goal or the you know get ahead quicker. So this is episode number five, and this is the power of identifying your dream customer. So we're going to be talking about um, really how to define that dream customer. We're going to talk about why it's important to have an ideal customer in mind because it's something, as I say, that a lot of people miss and just think, oh, I'm going to appeal to everybody. But we're going to talk about why it's important to first identify that dream customer and then really drill down into who that dream customer is, what they do, where they are, where you can find them, um, just so that you're, you're able to reach them and able to relate to them quicker. So this should be a step that we're taking before we even start to think about building our website, writing blog posts, setting up our social media profiles, anything like that. We really want to think about who that ideal customer is and this will help us really identify what our niche is or niche if you're in the States. Um, I know that it can be called different things, um, depending what part of the world you're in. So the temptation, as I was saying, is to try and appeal to everybody. Um, and, you know, the thing is, tarot is useful. I genuinely believe tarot can be useful for anybody, no matter where you are in your life, what you do, you know, what your background is. I think it can be used by everybody. But it is... Um, it's important that you start to think about who you are trying to attract because the problem is if you try to appeal to everybody, then you end up appealing to nobody. And that's what we don't want. You know, we don't want you launching this fabulous new website and brand and everything that you've spent all this time, money and energy building um, to just nobody being there because we want to make sure that you're appealing to the right people and you're attracting the right people to your website as well. So one way to think about this, and I, I just like to take it kind of out of tarot so that you can, we can find some analogies. So imagine that you were a, a trained professional ballet dancer and you wanted to buy a pair of ballet shoes. Now, if you were shopping looking for these ballet shoes, would you go to like a general shoe shop that maybe stocked a small selection of ballet shoes? Or would you be looking for a specialist store that only stocked the ballet shoes and that could answer all the questions you had and had the full range and um, kind of just knew what you would need uh, as, a, as a ballet dancer extraordinaire? 
Now, I know what I would do. I would be going straight to the uh, to the ballet store, even if it meant I was paying a little bit more because I would know that I was getting that specialist knowledge and I, I, it would be somewhere that I could trust. And this is what I'm always saying. I think I've maybe mentioned it in every episode so far. It's about know, like, and trust. So you're, you're really getting to that place where People can, um, you know, people can trust you, and they will be willing to pay a little bit more if they're if they feel that you are exactly the right fit for them. Now, what I want you to think about there is also just flip that on its head a little bit. Imagine that you were the owner of the general shoe shop, you know, and you're trying to appeal to. Um, say sports people you know because you sell running shoes maybe you're also trying to appeal to hikers because you sell walking shoes and hiking boots and you have a range of school kids shoes um, and also you've got a range of belly shoes as well so how on earth are you going to market that store you would need a million different ads and you know just just imagine how messy and complicated that messaging would be it would be very confusing um you know it it would be such a mishmash of different things imagine seeing an ad that had like a ballet professional ballet shoe a running shoe and a kid shoe in the same ad i'd be like oh i don't know i just feel like it would be somewhere it's, it's too general so you've just got to be careful that you don't make yourself too general because we really want you to stand out from the crowd and one of the ways of doing that is to position yourself as a specialist or an expert in that particular niche so there is a bit of a saying it only really works if we're using niche instead of niche but they, they i've heard said many times that the riches are in the niches So you really want to kind of niche down and get very clear about what your offering is and who your ideal customer is. But the only way that you're going to start to work out what the offering is and what the niche is, is if you start with that ideal customer and then we'll start to look at, well, how you start to communicate with that customer and start to build products around that that particular person. And once you start to get this clear in your mind about start, um, you know, visualizing who that customer is, you'll be amazed at how much everything flows because you're writing a blog post, but you know directly who you're writing it to. You're recording a video. It's almost like you're talking directly to that one person and all of a sudden you'll, everything will start to flow, but also it's a way for you to connect with that particular audience as well. Now, I do want you to bear in mind that your ideal customer, that we're talking about your ideal customer, it's not going to be every single customer that you have, um, you know, and it's it's not that you're going to exclude people. However, this is the dream customer. These are the ones that you really want to attract and the ones that you want to focus on. Um, so I think some examples, you know, of, of some of the niches or niches that you could um, that you could get into. And, and let's bring it back to tarot, um, because I think this is an important point to, to make. So we can start to think about, you know, maybe you are your niche is using tarot to help people who have been through divorce and want to rebuild their lives. So you see, that's a very specific group that you're working with. But, uh, you know, it's a big audience. Um, Maybe you're combining tarot and witchcraft to create an abundant and successful life. Um, Maybe you're helping people who are approaching retirement to find their purpose by by using tarot. So you can see that they're, they're really clear and 
what I do want you to remember as well, you can always branch out and add more services or products further down the track. But I think it's good to start with this. Keep it small to begin with and you can start to grow and you'll find what kind of works for you. Because to be honest, for me, I started very broad. Um, It was, yep, I'm going to launch a tarot business. I can read tarot for anybody. And it's true, I can. I, I genuinely believe I can read for, for anybody. However, you start to uh, realize that there's certain people that really relate to you and that you really relate to. Um, and what I have done, because what I've, another point I want to make clear is that you can have more than one ideal customer. Um, so we're starting with one, but you can certainly bro- broaden that out. For instance, I have an ideal um, tarot customer so that I do tarot readings for. A very clear idea in my mind of the type of person that I like to attract. I also have an ideal tarot student because I do a lot of tarot teaching and run online courses. And I've got a really clear idea about who that person is and, and really who the, the course is aimed at. Um, I also have an ideal listener to the Tarot Startup Podcast. So we spoke about, um, and I can't remember what episode it was in, but I spoke about the power of intention and how it's really clear that everything has intention. So starting this podcast, it was I started with a real clear intention about who the listener is, how this is going to be useful for them, and you know, and then I, I got really detailed about what that um, you know what that customer. who that customer is and what they look like and all those kind of things so you you want to think about like what they do where do they work you know what do they read what pain points do they have in their lives and I have put together because I'm going to run through an example of my ideal customer just so to let you know how you can build this profile I've put together a little um download for you actually it's a a little worksheet that you can use and fill in answer the questions to start to create these personas for your own ideal customers so that can as i say it doesn't have to be one you can do you can do maybe three or four to different types of customers that you want to attract um but if you just go to taravenue.com slash episode five and you will see at the um as long as, along with the show notes, there's a chance for you to download this worksheet for yourself. And I think you'll find it a really useful exercise to go through. So what I want to think about here is kind of like the, the demographic. That's the first thing. So let's talk about my ideal customer of the Tarot Startup podcast. Now, don't be put off as if this is not you, because that's not what it's all about. It's not about this is the only person I'm appealing to. But this is me when I started. This is what I've kind of visualized the customer to be. So this is who I'm who I'm kind of aiming at. So I would say in terms of age, and this is with when you're doing this, ideal customer avatar as we call it you've got to be really specific because yes there will be an age range that listens to this podcast and it would be suitable for a whole age range but I'm getting drilling right down as to the the age the specific age of this person so my um, ideal customer she would be 50 Um, it's a female Um, in terms of when you want to start to think about personality I would say that she's an introvert but there's a real kind of extrovert in there bursting to get out and then we want to think about location where would she live and I had I, I think about this one and I thought oh Brighton in England um, in the south coast of England and the reason I, I picked Brighton is because it kind of attracts people that are a bit more open to uh, to new ideas and different ways of thinking um, 
but there's also you know you could definitely see a 50 year old um, living there as well so occupation um, a nurse or a carer she's somebody who's very um, genuine very giving and really has that personality where she wants to help people and she is currently married so you see I start to build up a picture here now I might well have a separate one for a male who's listening to the podcast as well so as I say you're not ruling anybody out but this is just one of my ideal customers then I want to think about about the background you know so I would say that she found tarot when she was very young um, but she she kind of had a big hiatus but in the last few years she's gone part-time at work her, her hours have reduced at work so she's had more time on her hands she picked up the tarot deck and she's really started to reconnect with tarot um, she is building her client base because she, she is reading professionally, um, but she's building her client base through word of mouth. So she's getting a really good reputation, getting really good feedback. People keep coming back for more. Now she's ready to take her tarot business to the next level, doesn't quite know where to start. So we're getting a really clear background about who this person is. So already I'm thinking, right, well, I, I start to think about the types of episodes that would be good for, um, let's call her Sally. Let's call her Sally. She's got a name now. Um, so I start to think about the types of episodes that would be good for Sally. And then we're going to the next point is the goals and needs. So I would say her goals and needs, she really wants to, her goal is to have a thriving, successful tarot business that's online as well as offline so she's enjoying reading face to face but she really wants to get an online presence as well now one of her needs she knows that she needs to build a website but she has no idea where to start she's feeling completely overwhelmed and um, she's that the thought of starting that proper kind of business scares her it is something that she dreams about but she's just a bit scared of taking that step into the unknown because it's it's something a bit new to her um, one of her goals is to have a steady income through tarot that she can rely on and to really find her voice as a tarot reader, but to share that with the world. And one of the real things driving driving her for this whole thing and her whole purpose is to make a difference and help people in their hour of need. So that gives us an idea about some of her goals, some of the needs, some of the problems that she's facing, you know, so... I know that she's got all the tarot skills down, but she really wants to build this business, but has no idea where to start in terms of to get the business off the ground and then to grow that business. So that's what I'm aiming for. But then we start to think about, well, where would she be hanging out? Where where would I find Sally? Um, so, you know, the first place I want to think about is social media. Would she be on Instagram? Would she be on Twitter? Would she be on Snapchat? And I would say the answer is probably no, but I think I would find her on Facebook. And I think I would find her in Facebook groups because she's probably um, found a really good way. The Facebook groups are a really good way of connecting with other people in the community and really um, supporting each other and asking each other questions about tarot. So I, I think Facebook would be the ideal platform to, to find her on. Um, uh, I've said that, you know, her kids introduced her to Instagram, but it was just too complicated and she just felt that it wasn't for her. Um, in terms of where else she kind of hangs out, she shops locally. Uh, she goes to her local metaphysical shop. She likes to go in there and buy crystals every now and again. She reads the news online. She does own an iPad, but she definitely wouldn't, her, wouldn't consider herself to be 
technical. So you can see from there that that is quite detailed. Um, there's a real, I'm building a real picture of who Sally is. And it's interesting, once you start to do that, you start to really get an idea about where I can find her and how I can reach her. Because if I um, didn't go through this exercise, you know, I could have spent a lot of money on um, ads on Twitter or a lot of money on ads. Now, this is if I have built a a product for the the Tarot Startup podcast. I haven't yet, but it will be something that I will do further down the track. Maybe a course to help people launch their business. Um, but it's you know I might have spent a lot of money on Instagram or put all my time and energy in there. But I think what is clear to me from this, she's probably on Facebook. If I'm going to spend any money, I think that's the place that I would need to find her and invest in um, reaching her through there. Now, one other thing that you want to think about as well, your ideal customer can change over time. It's absolutely fine to be nimble and change. As you grow, you might find that your your services totally change. I mean, you know, I have. I started as a tarot reader. I, I moved into tarot teaching. And now I'm growing into kind of helping people launch their tarot business. Um, and you know, it really is fine to adapt and be nimble because it's important to do what makes you happy, but also what your customers want as well. Um, one of the other things to think about is when you're, and we are going to get into this in the next episode, it's more about the different products that you can create, um, but you kind of want to move away from that model. Well, you might want to move away from that model of trading time for dollars. So doing a reading and getting paid for that reading because it's very hard to scale that type of business. So you want to move more to a model where you can reach many people in one go. But as I say, we are going to get clearer on that in the next episode, in episode six. So make sure you come back for that. So I think that that has given us a clear idea about how to identify that dream customer and then really a look at how to reach them. So don't forget to download your um, your little worksheet there, your, your ideal customer, dream customer worksheet. Um, it's an exercise I, I would love you to try. So go to taroavenue.com slash episode five and you will be able to download it there. And um, I really look forward to hearing how it's going for you. Don't forget, you can always email me, david at taroavenue.com. Um, you know, I'd love to hear how it's how it's all tracking. And um, yeah, I, I look forward to it. So I will see you in the next episode, which is all about the different products that we can build uh, and how you can start to um, identify and kind of build those products for this newly found dream customer. All right, take care. Have a good time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Tarot Startup Podcast. For more information, visit www.taroavenue.com slash podcast.